Well, hi, I'm Paige. And we're going to review our media and politics class and just to go through like what we've learned and what opinions we've formed through this class, readings and lectures. So um, I'll start us off by going back to one of our first readings in the hybrid media system, Politics and Power book by Chadwick. And in this, he defines the hybrid media system um, as being based on conflict and competition between old media outlets and new media. Um, the ever-present change in media systems that Chadwick points out and how he articulates it is really captivating and just like he does a really good job of explaining how our media is different from Britain's and just like all the changes we've seen throughout the years of developing the internet and Instagram and every other platform that we have now. So. Yeah, and people's impulse when it comes to um, mobility, when it comes to social media. Um, people feel they can say really whatever they want online versus talking face-to-face. -face. So this has brought up a lot of discussions when it comes to the election because people for sure it just like shows you how fast like it spreads because once you like post something it just immediately is online for anyone to see and like it's hard to take back what you say mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
proof of you speaking in a certain way. Yeah. Um, going back to when we started to examine the 2012 election and the 2016 election, it really made me reevaluate everything that was happening online at that time. And I definitely think Facebook needs more regulation in regard to bots, like posting weird articles. Um, but I just like hope that Americans are smart enough to actually research what they're vo who they're voting for in presidential elections. So. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then we went over a big article um, that researchers Benkler, Ferris, Roberts, and Zuckerman uh, conducted with using three measure measures of internet use and they found that the change in the proportion of voting respondents who voted for the Republican candidate between 2012 and 2016 um, separately for more and less inter internet active groups. So that being said, there's not a great amount of evidence that convinces me that social media persuades voters one way or another. However, like, I still believe that Trump had Russian hackers, like, rig our election <laughs> in 2016. And, yeah. how that happened exactly yeah <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to look at and to see, like, just how big the media's influence, like, can be in the campaigns and whether or not, like, people just, like, listen to like false advertisements and then vote like one way or another um from the 2012 like presidential election like this was a big topic that we got into just because like barack obama being elected the first black president was monumental and i think society started to get more skeptical of certain ads like convincing voters and like considering the studies that we've looked at in this class, like you can see this on such a large scale today. Um, I was on social media like a lot during quarantine and I like had to cut myself off, but um, with businesses and schools like reopening, I like had a new schedule that like wasn't full of time for scrolling. And so mm -hmm. I'm sure like college students would say the same and like, I was, was at the peak of campaigning and everything. Yeah. So like social media. Oh, yeah. Social media, I feel mm -hmm. like. So this year. 
pain stuff so much. Yeah, for sure. So the current to just this past week and the readings of um by Jacob and and Jacob also and Kate Mays <laughs> um yeah the titles were um a time series multinational analysis of democratic forecasts and emerging media diffusion by Kate Mays and Jacob Groshek and then media instability and democracy examining the granger casual relationships of 122 countries from 1946 to 2003 by Groshek we like got to delve into more like globally like not just in the US but like mm-hmm. Groshek examined countries like Bhutan Nepal my my Namar and I cannot say this last one. <laughs> Kai um, Kai <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Um and all of those were found as quote permanently more democratic in the most recent study, but not in the original like 2010 study that Groshek did. And so the evidence in this most recent like study showed that the countries were statistically more democratic than they were predicted to be, which I thought was very interesting to see. Different than what they predicted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And then going back to like this question of whether media is changing democracy, like lessening it or increasing it. I just, I still am like so conflicted and I don't know like if media is like changing our overall democracy in our country or if it's just like our democracy is responding to new media. Um, But I think like with everything we're seeing right now, like we're seeing uh, Trump like refuse to concede and like Joe Biden's transition team is being slowed by um, Trump and Trump's tweets about like waiting on the yeah electoral college and that Trump staff is like attempting to throw out thousands of valid votes that were fairly cast it's like so unlawful and not of a democracy behavior to me yeah um so biden yeah was not my first choice to replace trump but i'm just hoping that democratic reform is put in place and retained for 
the sake of this country, especially minority communities who have suffered under Trump. Um, I did, yeah, like a lot of research research before voting this year compared to 2016 and um, just like reflecting on this class, like I don't, yeah, I don't think I would have um, done as much research as I, you know, normally, so, yeah, yeah, like, but this class has made me consider like, um, how social media affects me and persuades me to vote um, or to believe one thing over the other. And um, this course has opened my eyes to seeing how second screening has affected my opinion in regards to this most recent election because I didn't watch, I didn't make time to watch the vice president or presidential debates. So I was just hearing it like about them after the factor through people who are posting on social media about them. So I had to like just take those posts for what they were and just kind of go back to my own like beliefs and research. And so this class now we're more aware of yeah. the fraudulent, you know, campaigning and just to know what all really to look out for when it comes to forming your own beliefs with mm-hmm. a campaign. Mm-hmm person really to persuade people especially on social media it's become easier to put out fake stuff and yeah. persuade people yeah for sure i definitely like in the future when it comes to politics and media like i'll keep making informed decisions and like won't believe everything i read online um but I just, I know that I want our country to uphold its promises of freedom and rights through a democratic system. So. Being affected for, you know, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, how it's becoming more of a tool for people when coming to campaigns and stuff like that. Just before this, I really didn't talk very much about politics at all. And very I have to pay more attention to it just because I know more about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think through taking this class, that it is a current debate. Social media really does affect vote or not. Um, Lead our country. That has been. Yeah. Politics. Signing off. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>